I've had my fancy new glasses for a few weeks now, and I thought that now would be a good time to talk a little bit about them. I've been meaning to do a bit of a review, but not really review per se, but more of a reflection on what it's like to wear them, the pros, the cons, what I'd like to see feature-wise. So yeah, a review, I guess. On this episode, we're talking about augmented reality glasses, specifically Focals by North. Dr. Ryan Strait, Assistant Professor at the University of Arizona, and this is The New Professor. I should mention right up front that I am getting no compensation from North to talk about these things, nor am I affiliated with them in any way. I'm just really excited about it, and I'm lucky to have gotten my hands on a pair before they really poise themselves to enter the mainstream, which honestly I hope they do, or whatever follows them. So first off, what are these things? To call them augmented reality? isn't really telling the whole story, I think. I mean, they do fall in that category, but it's just as incomplete to simply call them smart glasses. And let's be honest, when we put the word smart in front of anything, what we typically mean is that it's just connected to the internet. My smart TV doesn't know what I want to watch any more than a dumb TV does just because it's got Wi-Fi. Physically speaking, they're just a pair of heavy glasses. Or maybe they're not that heavy. I only wear sunglasses, so this might be a typical weight for glasses, I honestly don't know. The arms are a tad thick, and beyond that, no one would ever know that they're anything other than just some kind of adorably dorky glasses. And most of the time, you, as the wearer, aren't aware of them being anything else either. There's a phenomenon known as technological transparency that addresses how much an interface, that is, any kind of medium through which there's some sort of human-computer interaction, more or less recedes into the background. That is, you can forget that there's any kind of mediation between you and what you're trying to accomplish. Think of a, a game console controller. Right? The less you have to think about which button to push to make something happen in the game, the more quote-unquote transparent that device is. So when I say that the focals have a bit of a transparency issue, I'm not talking about the glass. I'm talking about the fact that the devices themselves, the glasses and the ring, are present. But I'll come back to that in a little bit in the cons section. North uses the following copy to describe the glasses. Focals bring together the best of eyewear and smartphones. Heads up access to your digital life without checking your phone, custom-made glasses with a display only you can see, instant yet discreet access to the information you need. And that's not wrong. It really is like having a heads-up display that only you can see, and that alone is so cool. So speaking of cool, let's talk about the pros. I mean, yeah, first and foremost, it's just cool. 
Now, if you like being on the bleeding edge of consumer tech, this is about as close as you can get and still not break the bank. Now, given the price, these are incredibly affordable for what you get. If you're spending $500 on a pair of prescription glasses, you can chuck another $200 at North, and they'll get you a pair of these. That's impressive, I think. I, I say that as a non-glasses wearer, so keep the source in mind. It used to be that you would have to physically go to one of their two locations twice to get sized and then fitted. Now, as of about a week ago, you can do all of it via an iPhone, and I imagine an Android version is coming soon. The fitting, the sizing, everything shipped to your door. I mean, how handy is that? One of the biggest pros touted by North is a reduction in screen time usage with your phone. And I, for one, I'm all about reducing the amount of time that we not only stare at our devices, especially during social situations, which I think we've talked about on the pod before, but even how often we have them just physically out and in front of us, even on a table. And it's true. While wearing these, I really don't check my phone that much. At least not nearly as much as I do when I'm not wearing them. There's even a cool little feature where it recognizes that you're having a conversation and it mutes your notifications so you actually engage with the other person. It's really neat. That said, though it's different from aimlessly scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, I do find myself hitting the loop button. The loop is the ring that has the controller on it. And checking the time frequently. Not because I forget, but because I'm so used to getting constant, persistent information. I no longer have to hold any amount of content in my head for any length of time, especially now that it's readily available at the discreet press of a button, appearing to float at arm's length in the air right in front of me. And I'll leave it to you to decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So without just running down a list of features the vocals have, like weather and flight updates and access to Evernote and OneNote and integration with Google Fit and various to-do list apps and etc., I want to highlight a couple things that I find myself using a lot, and then we'll come back to those features later. First is the Slack integration. If you're a longtime fan of the pod, you know that we use Slack heavily at our college. It's cut down on the time I spend checking and answering emails by orders of magnitude, and I believe this is also true of many of my colleagues. The fact that a Slack notification comes up and with a couple clicks, I can either respond via voice to text or just throw in a smart reply like, that's great, or okay, or even just an emoji. I mean, that's awesome. And since nobody can see that you're using it, you can even look more impressive by not having your computer or phone out during a meeting. You know, just staring down at a little notepad you brought with you and using that time to respond to things. But shh, it's our little secret, don't worry. I also use Spotify a lot since I work from home most of the time and I like to have music going in the house. If I'm up and about, i.e. not just sitting at my desk, the fact that I can see what's playing and control it with my focals without bringing out my phone, well, that's just so darn convenient. Which brings me to Alexa, which is built into the glasses. At any time, I can long press the loop button and have Alexa start listening to me. I don't even have to say, Alexa. She just listens to my command or question, does her thing, and if it requires a response, plays back through the little speaker in the glasses that pretty much only I can hear. Likewise, going back to music for a second, another option with the long press is to have Fogel start listening to the ambient noise and identify the song that's playing, and then tell you what it is. You don't even have to tell it anything, you just press a button, no input from you, just click. 
Another thing that I find myself using pretty often is the morning briefing. So while I'm waking up, grabbing coffee, shuffling around the house, I've got my Echo morning briefing playing in my ear. Everything from whatever news updates I want to get each day to what my calendar looks like and what the weather's going to be like for the day. So it's nice that it's basically just for me, right, right in my ear. And the rest of the house doesn't have to hear it coming from another device. I like my surroundings typically to be pretty calm and quiet, so this is awesome. Likewise, I'm going to be pushing 40 soon, so my health and my activity level is becoming more and more of a priority. So having the Google Fit integration is really nice. I can see at a glance how I'm doing for more move minutes or heart points for the day, the number of steps, the calories burned, though this is always wrong for every fitness app. I can even see the graph of my last seven days, see what my trends are. And this is also where screen time usage is displayed, and it's looking at it right now, it's yesterday I saved 32 minutes of phone screen time by wearing the glasses, apparently. I mean, it's neat, right? And I also like how they come with clip-on sunglasses, though I'd like those to be considerably darker. My eyes are very sensitive to light, and the clip-ons that are provided just don't quite do the trick. Finally, I live in the desert, so staying hydrated is incredibly important. Focals have a little water drinking reminder and tracker that pops up every once in a while to remind you to hydrate, and I love that. It'd be nice if it did a two-way sync with a fitness tracker app like Google Fit so you could keep a record of it, but that's just kind of nitpicky. And speaking of nitpicky, let's talk about the cons. So back to the transparency issue for a second. What I mean is that the ring is bulky and needs to be shifted around pretty frequently. The glasses are heavy, they're very present in your vision, and I really do not recommend driving with them on, even if it does have a driving mode that blocks notifications and stuff. The frame is just so large that it makes checking your blind spot really, really difficult. If you wear glasses all the time, this will probably just take some minor adjusting to get used to. If you don't, like me, it's a much heavier lift in terms of getting to that transparency that we're looking for. I mean, after a while, the frames at the edges of your vision recede into the background and you stop noticing them until you have to use your peripheral vision and then, boom, you're snapped right back into reality. Think of it like when you go to the movie theater and after a while, your entire field of vision is the screen until someone's phone goes off and then all of a sudden you can see the whole theater again. It's a lot like that. And honestly, the biggest issue for me of everything is just the weight they end up hurting the bridge of my nose after a while. Like I'm having to work up to wearing them a little more every day, otherwise it's just actually quite painful. And I imagine they shouldn't be, so I may just talk to North about that. Maybe I'm broken, I don't know. Beyond the physical aspect of the devices, the display isn't that bad. It's low resolution, which is to be expected, and the GIF responses that you have options for are often pretty blurry, so if you don't already know what they are, it can be hard to figure it out. That little reflective area on the right lens that bounces the light into your eye very often catches ambient light and creates a little blurry spot, which is noticeable. But then again, you know, maybe regular glasses users are used to this. I have no idea. I mean, there's little stuff to complain about, but instead of doing that, let's reframe that. <laughs> glasses pun, sorry. Let's talk about things I'd like to see instead. I would love to see a heart monitor in the loop ring. 
I think that would really up the value of these, since you wouldn't have to find a separate heart monitor when exercising. And I'm not suggesting that focals should be worn during exercise, I think they're way too heavy and bulky for that. And not to mention when, you, when you're really moving around, it's virtually impossible to see the display because it's bouncing so much. But even just leaving the ring on while jumping on the elliptical or going for a jog, that would be awesome. Likewise, if there was one day a way to measure blood sugar using the ring, that would also be a game changer for a lot of people, I think. Even something like Apple Watch's hard fall detection would be great. I'd also love to have some sort of note-to-self voice-to-text function. Sometimes I just want to narrate, right? Just go stream of consciousness when I get an idea for something, and that doesn't always fit neatly into like a to-do list item. So having essentially a voice recorder built in would be really nice. There's already a rewind function for saving a transcript of the last 30 seconds of a meeting. That's pretty hit or miss. The transcripts of other people's words are pretty useless, really. And you've got to have a calendar item and have started rewind for this to work. So adding a little note to self-recording option to the long press menu would be great. The location detection is decent, but I would like to see it get much better. I do really appreciate the fact that when I get to a grocery store, my Echo shopping list automatically pops up. I mean, that's super handy, but for example, I went shopping the other day and I was about a third done by the time it realized I was at the store and showed me my list. So improving that would be really nice. Also, there are flashcards, language flashcards that occasionally pop up and help you learn a new language, but the selection is pretty limited. Like, I'd love to have Spanish as an option since I'm perpetually trying to learn Spanish. And speaking of language, a Google Translate integration would be amazing. Like, imagine, it'd be like having a real-life Babelfish. A less bulky ring obviously would be appreciated. If you wear gloves frequently, you'll find that you have to remove the loop entirely. It's far from being a deal-breaker, but I think it's just one of those things that kind of kills the transparency of the device, since I'm always having to fidget with the ring and move it around. The display resolution is small. We're talking like under 200 pixels across. And that's okay for now, but I would really like to see that go up, up, up. But remember, the way these work, it doesn't display something on the actual glass that you then look at, but rather it bounces it off the glass and directly into your eye. So even something as small as 200 pixels is gonna look pretty great. We're all used to 4K screens and soon 8K screens and incredible pixel density. And these things just aren't quite there yet. And that is okay. And again, you know, maybe I'm just broken, but lighter glasses or better nose pads or a combination thereof would be great. After a while, they really do start to hurt. I can do about 75 minutes straight at this point, but after that, ouch. I mean, look, this is very much the equivalent of dipping your toes into the water in terms of having that kind of real-life heads-up display that we've been seeing in video games and sci-fi films for ages. My cons and feature requests are just those. Nitpicky and things that I want. North is constantly pushing out updates to add and refine features, so at least they're on the ball. I mean, I don't know what's in store for the future of North, but I'm excited to find out. Once again, thank you for listening to this little podcasty thing of mine. If you found it entertaining or informative or useful or some combination thereof, please do subscribe and rate it on the podcatcher of your choice, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, 
Google Play, Spotify, or however you listen. And as always, I'd love to hear from you anytime. You can find me on Twitter at NewProfCast, while show notes, transcripts, and more can be found on the website at thenewprofessor.com. Until next time. Thank you.